just wanted to introduce you tonight to what we're going to be talking about for the first half of the semester, pretty much through October probably. Uh, True Crimes of the Bible. This is actually a book that I recently picked up. If you want a copy, we're going to have some extra copies. I just set a bookshelf out downstairs. Lots of free, uh, good free Christian material that is yours to pick up. Uh, probably won't be out until tomorrow or Friday, uh, but just look for those things as well. But True Crimes of the Bible, you might ask yourself, well, why are we talking about the crimes in the Bible? And, and I think there's two reasons that I wanted to talk about the crimes in the Bible. Number one, it is a big interest of people today. Do you, are you familiar with the words internet sleuths? Do you know that there are people that sit around every single day and try to solve crimes that they have about a quarter of the information for? Uh, yeah, um, that, it's, a, it's an amazing thing that it's the fastest growing genre, whether it's television shows or uh, podcasts or documentaries, as true crime has kind of sort of swept the nation. Interestingly enough, you know which uh, generation it's growing fastest in? Yours. The interest in true crime. So I thought, well, we might as well talk about the true crimes in the Bible. But I think there's a second reason and a better reason. And that is we get a pretty good indication of who God is and how he interacts with us, his people, when we see how he interacts with the crimes that people commit in the Bible. So we're going to talk about probably seven or eight different crimes that happen in the Bible and how God's response gives us something to be encouraged by uh, and love. Today, what we're going to see, just real briefly, is the concept that, and I think this is not working, so what did I do? There we go. Try that. Otherwise, Quaid, if I just nod, will you switch the slide for me? That's great. You can go to the next one right away. I thought I had switched it already. We're talking about the one who seeks and saves. This is from Luke chapter 19, verse 10, and you can switch it one more time, Quaid. I want to just talk to you about a story that maybe you're familiar with. If you ever went to like a vacation Bible school, a little Bible school when you were younger, you might have sung a song about a man named Zacchaeus. Does anybody remember it? He was a wee little man. A wee little man was he, right? He climbed up in a sycamore tree, if some of you might remember that. According to the Bible, this Zacchaeus in Luke chapter 19 really wanted to get a look at Jesus, but he was vertically challenged. He wasn't a very tall person. And so he climbs the tree to get a good look at Jesus. And then the next thing that happens is pretty remarkable because Jesus knows Zacchaeus. He calls him down from the tree and he tells him by name, I'm going to come to your house today. Well, here's the interesting thing about Zacchaeus. I don't know that we would necessarily call him a criminal, but some of the things that he did might have made him seem like a criminal to the people that he took money from. See, Zacchaeus was a tax collector. And if you remember back to Jesus' day, the tax collectors were really Roman servants. And what they did was collected whatever was due the Roman government and whatever else they could collect extra was what they got to keep. So they often cheated or robbed from their own people. So he wasn't very liked. As a matter of fact, when Jesus goes to his house, people start mumbling. They say, Jesus is going to eat with this horrible guy, this sinner. And then Jesus says something pretty interesting. He says to Zacchaeus, today salvation has come to your house. And then the words of our text, Quaid, if you'll put them up for me. The Son of Man, that's Jesus, came to seek and to save the lost. The reason that such, those are such beautiful words is we probably don't think of ourselves in those terms either. But aren't we, at least according to God's word, 
criminals? Haven't we sinned against God in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions? And yet, look at the purpose that Jesus came. Not to judge, not to condemn, but to save. To seek after and to save the lost. Every single person. That's what we're going to focus on during the course of the semester. How God's grace shines through, even in the midst of these crimes that we're going to see in the Bible. So just a couple things. And this will run through really the whole series. If you put up the takeaways, Quaid, that would be great. Though we are all criminals, God shows us his mercy. That we'll see over and over again through the course of these devotions. And then secondly, uh, well, think about Romans chapter 6. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's number two. Jesus came to save each one of us, yes, all of us. The the, the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Just kind of want to close our short devotion tonight with a little video. Uh, They're not my friends. I wish they were. But this is a video that was released a few years ago that just highlights the joy of the Bible passage John 3.16. If you're not familiar with it, most of you are. You'll hear it as we cue up the video. That's a pretty good summary at the end there. All right, let's have a brief prayer and then we'll close our devotion time with one last song uh, and then we're going to get you getting to know each other a little bit better. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to seek us and to save us. What joy in our, put that joy in our hearts always to know that the rescue that Jesus came to this earth to provide is our rescue, that we are your own children and heirs of eternal life through him. We ask you to bless the students in this new school year. Thank you for bringing them here this evening. Help them to get to know one another and continue to have find joy in, in the strength that they give one another. But even more, find, help them find joy in you, their Lord and Savior. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.